Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show today. A special shout-out to Yoshiko Dart, my friend. But before we get started today, I just wanted to extend all of my prayers and thoughts to everyone in uh, Houston, Texas, and Corpus Christi that uh, were victims of this horrible uh, Harvey, Hurricane Harvey, that hit that area. I know there are people that have lost everything, some that have lost a family or friend, and uh, in behalf of Voice America and uh, Disability Matters with Joyce Bender, specifically me, I, I just want you to know that my thoughts and my prayers are with you, as I'm sure so many great, oh, there's so many great people in Texas, you know that, that helped each other, um, and, you know, my hat's off to all of them as we continue to go through this. And then, oh, my goodness, I'm just hoping this other hurricane does not hit Puerto Rico or Florida. It seems uh, unbelievable that we would have these two horrible hurricanes at the same time. But as I always say, when you are an American, we just always get through it. So with that, hey, we are going to have a great, great show today. I want to thank Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield for continuing to be the lead sponsor of this radio show. And a special shout-out to all of my listeners in Japan, Ireland, and around the world. So much do I appreciate your support. So, hey. We've got someone I really like a lot and that I'm very proud to have in the state of Pennsylvania is our Deputy State Treasurer. And I just want to tell you something about Jack Stolzheimer before um, I bring him on the show. You know, when I met him, he is like the nicest, kindest uh, person, very humble, uh, just, just a really nice person. And, Jack, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, Joyce, for your time, and we really appreciate uh, here at Treasury uh, being able to share with you and your audience um, our ABLE program, which I know we're going to talk a lot about today. Oh, and it is with my pleasure. Uh, First, you know, I meet a lot of young people, uh, Jack, that tell me, oh, I'm thinking of going, you know, uh, into serving in office in some capacity. I'd like to be a public servant, uh, but not sure why all the time. So for those listening, you know, what motivated you? What made you, motivated you to choose a career in politics? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, for me, it's very personal. It uh, has to do with my own family. I think for most people, they end up uh, looking at a profession differently when a member of their own family is either in that profession or calls to their own family story and tradition. 
Um, in my case, my mother um, was a Ukrainian immigrant uh, who came to this country uh, as a refugee from World War II, from a slave labor camp, uh, and spent six years of her life when she was a, a child um, living with her family on the streets of war-torn Europe. Um, trying to come to the United States because she believed and they believed so powerfully in what they had learned about the American dream. Uh, and so when you have a background like that where your family tells you from the day you're born um, that this country is the greatest place on the face of the earth and um, you have a duty and a responsibility to give something back to it, uh, for me, it was a natural uh, desire to want to spend as much of my life as I can in public service. That is a great story. You know that? Wow, Definitely. what a great woman. You know, people don't realize, people don't realize what people have gone through just to get to this country. Um, and it, and I, I can see why that had such an impact on you. It, we really did, and you're, you're, you're so right. I remember hearing my grandparents talk because they grew up during the Russian Revolution in the 1930s in, in the Soviet Union when the uh, communists were killing Ukrainians um, at random. Uh, and my grandmother told me that the only soldier – she'd met tons of soldiers in her lifetime, but the only soldiers she ever met that were good and honest people, in her view, were the American soldiers who liberated them. And that's why she wanted to come here, because the country that produced those soldiers who liberated those camps in Germany were the people she wanted to live the rest of her life with. And, and so that's why we're here. Wow. Well, that is a, certainly a great testament to what you're doing. Um, you. And, Jack, maybe you can explain to everyone listening, because they don't always understand <laughs> what is the Treasury Department. Now, here you are. You're the Deputy State Treasurer. Can you explain what that is? What is your role? Yeah, let me let me try. Um, Pennsylvania Treasury Department is um, an independently elected office. So it's one of the three what are called row offices in Pennsylvania, the Auditor General, the Attorney General, and the State Treasurer. Uh, and Treasury's job in state government is to be the fiscal watchdog. Um, we are the department that doesn't – we don't collect taxes, but what we do is we collect the revenue that comes into the state. Uh, it's given to Treasury as custodian, about $100 billion uh, in, in public funds. Uh, Treasurer Torcella is the custodian for uh, he invests some of those monies, but more importantly, what he does is he has to spend out the transactions and make payments that state government incurs after first making sure in a pre-audit uh, that every expense we make is legal and correct. Um, it's a big job, uh, and it's a, a job that really is the key to the functioning of the government. Um, but we also, besides the fiscal operations, have a number of programs that the Pennsylvania legislature has given us responsibility for, um, two of which I would like to, if you don't mind, talk to a little bit about because this is what uh, comes under my purview as a deputy treasurer for consumer programs. Um, one your, your listeners may be familiar with, which is the college savings program also called a 529 program that refers to the IRS code that gives a tax advantage for people who want to save for their children's higher education costs 
by investing money in a uh, 529 college savings program. Here in Pennsylvania, we have two of them, uh, a direct investment program and something we call the guaranteed program, which is really a, a, a prepaid program that allows you to buy college credits for tomorrow at today's prices. The other program that we run uh, that's very important for us, and it's a new program in the savings venue, which I know you're very excited about, Joyce, is the ABLE program, Achieving a Better Life Experience. Um, we're very, very proud of this program. It allows people with disabilities in Pennsylvania for the first time to be financially in control of their own lives. Uh, we launched this new program, which was set up under the federal law um, by our own U.S. Senator Bob Casey, was the key driver in Washington in getting federal legislation passed that allowed us to start the ABLE program. Um, that program has been off to a great start. We, we just launched the program in April. We've all, already got 600 people who have signed up. Accounts are growing every day. And we're coming out to Pittsburgh to put on a show and let everybody in the western part of Pennsylvania know what this program does and what it can do for people. And, you know, and it is, yes, I am so excited about it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it is a phenomenal uh, program. And you know what? In the area of disability, you know, so many good things have come out of this state. Uh, and this is just another example. And also my hat is off to Senator Casey, who I love so much. He's such a wonderful statesman, yes. and he has done so much for uh, the disability community. But as you and the treasurer have, uh, and, and as a person living with disabilities, epilepsy, and a hearing loss, I just want you to know how proud I am of you that, that you have done this for uh, children who normally would not have access to this. So I think it's just a, I'm so proud. I think it's a wonderful thing. So thank you. It really you. is. It really is a wonderful program. And really, Joyce, in Pennsylvania, the energy behind it was Senator Casey, because this was a fight at the federal level that you know better than anybody was one of those fights that, as Senator Casey has said, everybody in Washington agreed it was something the federal government should do, but nobody believed it could get done. But it took someone like Senator Bob Casey to continuously fight for this and for advocates from all over the United States, all of the stakeholder groups, all of the arcs in the country that stood up, wrote letters, made phone calls, got this bill passed at the federal level that allowed the states to set up these ABLE programs. Um, once we got the federal enabling legislation, our own Pennsylvania legislature really jumped to the task. And they worked with Treasury Department here in Pennsylvania to ensure that we passed a law that allowed us to set up this program through the Pennsylvania Treasury. Um, and that's where Treasurer Joe Torcello, my good friend uh, and, and mentor, really took over and has built this program since we launched it in April. Well, you know what? I was going to ask you about him, uh, and once again, his commitment to this, um, you know, I'm just so in admiration of. Uh, but what is he like? What, what type of leader is he? Well, I'm very lucky to, to, to know Joe for a long period of time, uh, probably longer than either one of us would care to admit, but I've known him for more than 30 years. Um, Joe is a fantastically intelligent human being, uh, a Rhodes Scholar, and I mean that literally. Um, he graduated from the University of Penn with honors. He was given a Rhodes Scholarship to study in England. 
Um, and he's come back to the United States, come home, always stayed in Pennsylvania uh, because he has an absolute commitment to public service. Um, and with Joe, it's a commitment that goes beyond just politics and just wanting to do the right thing. He wants to do the hard things. Sometimes the jobs nobody else is interested in doing, Joe takes on because he believes so passionately that government can and should make a difference in everyone's life. Um, that's why he became the United States Ambassador for Management Reform, one of the most thankless jobs in the State Department, uh, because he wanted to see the UN become a meaningful and useful expenditure of taxpayers' dollars. He built the Constitution Center in Philadelphia. If you ever get a chance, Joyce, to come to Philadelphia, see this beautiful uh, museum that he built, which is really a homage to the United States Constitution that underscores all of our work. Um, Joe took that over when it was just a hole in the ground and people couldn't believe it was going to be built. And Joe put the passion and the vision into building it. He's doing the same thing now as your state treasurer, which I'll be happy to um, talk more about what a wonderful job he's doing as state treasurer. What, what, is, what is the name of that, the museum? What's the name of it? It's called the Constitution, the National Constitution Center, and it's really a, a, a jewel uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, it's become an, a, a, an attraction for people all over the country to come to Philadelphia and learn firsthand about the U.S. Constitution and what it really means. You know what? Is it, I, I, why I'm talking about that is so that if you're listening to the show, that would be a great thing, you know, to remember to go see um, and isn't that wonderful he did that? Well, that is really a great thing. Yeah. Well, hey, we're going to get ready to go to break, so when we come back, we can start talking in a little bit about the ABLE Act and even more. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters, at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Podstars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
if you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hi, welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we are talking to our Deputy State Treasurer, Jack Stolzheimer, and he is just an awesome person. Um, and before we go any further, I think we have a caller on the line. Uh, Mary, are you on the line? I am. Hello, Mary Hartley. How are you? Fine, thank you. Good. Good. Do you have a uh, comment for our... I yeah, go I ahead. a little bit more of a question. Um, hi, nice to meet you. Um, I'm Mary Hartley, and I, I predominantly work on employment for people with disabilities. And I'm really excited about this. The, the ABLE Act and the opportunity for individuals in, to work, to be able to still save and receive the benefits they need to get up and go to work. Um, exactly. I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. Um, I, I, one of the questions that kind of keeps coming up is, can people receive funding from employment and then use after-tax dollars to put into the ABLE Act as well. Hi, Mary. Uh, yes, uh, you're limited. You can you can put money into an ABLE account um, from any source. Your your family can give. Your friends can give. Uh, the ABLE account that's set up for an eligible individual can only take fourteen thousand dollars per year, though. So all of those folks who want to give and whatever. You know, whenever they want to give and put money into the account, each year they can put up to fourteen thousand in total. Okay, great. And um, and when you come to Pittsburgh, um, you know, we're certainly happy to help get the word out. Um, how do we Please. find out more information to make sure people can get to your event? We would love all of your help in, in getting the word out. Um, we actually, if you look at PennsylvaniaTreasury.gov website, we have information posted there. But if you don't mind, let me also tell you that the, the event we're holding is on September 28th um, from 4.30 to 8 p.m. at night, so it's in the afternoon, uh, and it's a forum at the Circuit Center and Ballroom on the south side of Pittsburgh. So there's going to be a resource and enrollment fair. We'll have all of our staff out there who can answer any questions, uh, as well as people from local organizations who provide services to people with disabilities. Um, and there's going to be a forum uh, in the evening from 6 to 7.30 um, with the state treasurer himself, Joe Torsella, um, where stakeholders and people who have been opening accounts and have been experiencing the program will sort of give him feedback. And, and hopefully, Mary, the whole idea is just to get a bunch of people in the room, whether they've heard about the program or they've just heard about it or they're already enrolled in the program, uh, to get them together and just see if we can get as much information and figure out how to get even more information out there to folks. But we're going to be posting it on social media. Uh, we're going to be blasting it through our website, and we are hoping to get it out through all kinds of different organizations and groups. And I must say, that, as Joyce knows, County Executive Fitzgerald and Mayor Peduto have been fantastically helpful uh, in helping us get the event started. We've got a bunch of state legislators who are very helpful, and we'll be putting out information as well. Um, so we're really excited about this first uh, ABLE event on September 28th. Great. I just have one more question, if I can squeeze it in. Sure. Um, so right now it goes to age 26. Is that right? That's right. 
Well, the disability has to have manifested um, or, or the person must have been impaired with a disability that began before the age of 26. And that's in the federal law um, right. that may change over time. But for right now, that's the, 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 the criteria to become an eligible individual. Well, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hi, Mary. Mary Hartley. Just want to mention to everyone listening to this show, Mary is here in Pittsburgh. I've known her a long time, and she is a true advocate for people living with disabilities. So thank you for all you do, Mary. Surely. Thank you for for all you do, too, Joyce. I really appreciate you. All right. Have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye. You know what? I was thinking... uh, about that social media, we'll have to get some hashtag about the PA event, you know, ABLE Act event. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out. I, and we want to keep advertising this, so I'm glad that you're going to have that social media going. That's great. And once again, you were telling everyone what website to go to? Uh, you can look at patreasury.gov. Uh, and you can also, that will give you more information about the department and also about the upcoming event. Um, but we also have a, a, a site that you can look at, paable.org, that will explain to you everything you need to know about the, the ABLE program uh, and the requirements and everything you could probably, more than you want to know about the program, actually, that I could ever tell you by looking at the website. Okay, well, before we go into a little more detail about that, I do have a question about uh, Treasurer Torsella, and that is what what caused him to be so dedicated to the disability community in Pennsylvania? Well, you know, it's a great question. Um, Joe, again, I've known him for 30 years, Joyce, so part of this is just you know, my knowing him and being a friend of his, but he's a very inquisitive guy and he really likes helping people. That's really been his motivative factor throughout his life. And as we prepared to become treasurer, uh, the ABLE program was actually just beginning. It was in its uh, passing the Pennsylvania legislature and being signed by Governor Wolf's stage when Joe was running for office. But as he got elected, he was elected in November of 2016, and he took office in January of 2017. Some of the work had already been done, and, and we were able to jump into it and talk to some other treasurers who had set up programs in their state and also talk to a lot of the stakeholders who helped us figure out how to get our program up and running. And as we talked to just individual people, and Joe is a very inquisitive person, um, we heard just these horrible stories about the perverse and disincentives we had under current law before Senator Casey was able to change the federal law, that we would ask people with disabilities, we would tell them that they're fully part of our society, and yet we would put all these roadblocks in their ability to be financially literate and, and, and independent people. Um, so we heard stories from parents who couldn't put children in the will, for example, in their own will, because they were afraid if something happened to them and they left their child with a disability money, they would be knocked off of federal benefits and it would be a disincentive for that child. But just hearing that, being fathers ourselves, I, I know it moved me and I know it moved Treasurer Torsella. How could you discriminate against one of your children? How could you possibly live with that? 
unless you were forced to. Um, and that's the kind of story that we heard more and more as we talked to people. We heard about people um, who had children who have physical disabilities, um, who have had you know care given to them and people taking advantage of them, sort of robbing them from their bank accounts and doing things like that. So as we heard these stories from the stakeholders, the people who were actually involved in the disability community on a day-in, day-out basis, really got motivated to see this is one of the places where we're not just talking about moving money from one account or getting a return high above the you know, assumed rate of return or anything like that. This was a way to actually help human beings who just want to be helped uh, to the extent that they can be independent people. Um, and once you get involved, as you know, Joyce, with people uh, with disabilities, you'll find that it's a wonderful community of people um, who are capable of extraordinary things. Uh, it's just people like us in government who have to make sure that they're, they're given the tools they need. Well, you know what? I know we've talked about different parts of this. Just to make sure our listeners understand, could you tell, define to everyone exactly what the ABLE Act is? Sure, absolutely. The ABLE Act is an acronym for Achieving uh, a Better Life Experience, and it allows a tax-advantaged uh, account to be set up for an eligible individual with disabilities where they can save and invest money um, and also use it as a, just a daily living expense. So you can put money into an ABLE account um, that is it's tax deferred. So the growth in that money, when you put money into an ABLE account for an eligible individual, it's not taxed as it grows through investments by the federal government. And as long as it's taken out to pay for a qualified expense, it's not taxed on that end too. So the state government and the federal government are working together to make sure that these accounts are preferred mechanism for people with disabilities to be able to save and to live independently. And the biggest piece of this program is it allows individuals with disabilities to have financial assets without losing their access to federal disability uh, benefits. And that was critical up till Senator Casey was able to work with President Obama and members of both the Republican and Democratic uh, caucuses in the Congress to change the law. If you had more than a couple thousand dollars in your own name, if you were a person with a disability on a federal disability program, uh, you could lose or you would lose access to that program. So people were afraid to be able to save their own money, even if they were a working person with disabilities. Now that threshold has been moved up. Uh, even with SSI, you can have, you can have up to $101,000 in assets, presuming that they're in the ABLE account. It's a little complex, but you can now have real full-time savings uh, put aside for somebody with a disability. They can either work for it themselves or their family can save for them in a tax-advantaged way that is money in their name under their control. Wow, what a great thing. And what a new life for so many people. I mean, that is that makes a whole world of difference for one thing, independence. And that's Powerful. what people with disabilities need, independence. Exactly. Exactly right, right now we're going to go to break. If you just tuned in, we've been talking to the Deputy Treasurer of Pennsylvania about the ABLE Act. And we're going to talk more about it when we come back. This is 
Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Jack. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. We have been talking to our Deputy State Treasurer of the State of Pennsylvania, Jack Stolsteimer, about the ABLE Act. And it's so exciting. We have an event coming up. When is that event, Jack? September 28th, Joyce, um, which is the event is at um, the Circuit Center and Ballroom in the south side of Pittsburgh. And the event is from 4.30 in the afternoon to 8 at night. Um, and essentially what it is is it's an open enrollment fair and resource center. So people who want to learn more about the ABLE program or are already um, account holders who just want to talk to other people and you know, find out their experience are welcome to come. 
it's open to the public. It's completely free. Um, and uh, parking, it's free as well. And uh, the state treasurer, Joe Torcello, is going to be there from about 6 to 7.30. He's going to hold uh, a forum or a, a roundtable discussion with some people who are account holders or people who are advocates in the community. Um, so you can learn a lot more about the ABLE program and the ABLE community if you can join us on September 28th from 4.30 awesome. to 8. Yeah, make sure you go. And I want to say something else. If you're here in Pittsburgh or, or elsewhere, but especially here in western Pennsylvania, tell everyone, everyone, all the different disability groups and organizations, tell everyone because there are people that don't know that need to know, so make sure you tell them. One question I have, uh, Jack, how, how did this all start? I mean, how did the ABLE Act come to be? That's a great question. I know Senator Casey um, became an early supporter in part because of some folks up in his hometown of Scranton, one of whom I've had the great pleasure to get to know, Sarah Wolf, um, who has become a national leader uh, on uh, the disability issues. And she started a, a change.org petition to get um, Congress to focus on, she got, I think, hundreds of thousands of signatures um, from people all over the country uh, asking that Congress would support uh, the ABLE Act. Uh, and, you know, it took, it took a real push. Senator Casey uh, partnered with Senator Richard Burr, a Republican from North Carolina, and the two of them together. Uh, really spearheaded the bill through Congress, and President Obama was able to sign it in 2014. Um, here in Pennsylvania, it's been a really a bipartisan effort from the moment the federal legislation was passed. Senator Baker, uh, Lisa Baker, who's from uh, Lackawanna County, uh, and uh, Representative O'Neill, who's from Bucks County, uh, worked together to make sure it got passed with overwhelming margins in both houses of the legislature. Uh, with a push from Governor Wolf, who was happy to sign the bill. So we've had now uh, the program up and running um, since April of 2017, uh, and we're very, very happy with uh, the progress we're making so far. And you know what? That's another thing. Governor Wolf has been wonderful, you know, yes, about has. all of this. He has been wonderful uh, for people with disabilities uh, everything about this. He's just been a big supporter, uh, and I so am proud of that for our state. Um, families listening to the show right now um, mm-hmm. that have children with significant disabilities, in yeah. reference to this ABLE Act, what, what would you be advising them? I would advise them first to understand the law by looking at our website, paable.org. Um, and begin to save. Um, really, the thing about saving, as you know, Joyce, is the earlier the better. It's never too late to save, but it certainly is never too early. <clears throat> and the time value of money means that the earlier you save, even small amounts, they'll grow over time as they're invested. Um, and one of the features of the ABLE um, program we run here in Pennsylvania is there are seven different options that a saver has to invest their money from aggressive growth down to conservative. And the seventh option is really uh, a debit card, checking account slash debit card 
um, that is run by a bank called Fifth Third. Um, and so we offer a full range of services for people, but really what you need to do, and I'm guilty of this myself in, in the college savings context, is sometimes, Joyce, it seems like there's too much information and it makes people stop and, and, and think that they need to know more. The biggest thing about savings is just getting started. Uh, and once you understand the value of the growth of the money over time, um, and particularly if it's a Pennsylvania family, all of the Pennsylvania-specific uh, incentives that we offer, such as uh, funds put into an ABLE account are exempt from inheritance tax, for example. And we're working to get a tax exemption, a state tax exemption, for any funds that are um, given to a PA residence uh, account. So the, the, the thing I would tell them is first, look at the website, understand the product, um, kick it around a little bit, but please just start. Even $15 to get started to open an account. Um, if you can put it on a you know, set it and forget it kind of mentality where you take a little bit amount of money out of every paycheck and you put it towards that account, I think you're going to go a long way into making sure that your child is cared for properly in the, in the long term. Yeah, you know what? Um, I like what you said about, well, first of all, just as you said, it's never too late. But, boy, if you can get started early, even as you said, if it's a little bit at a time, it's so worth it. It will make such a difference in that child's life. Absolutely right. Well, in theirs, actually, and in their life, too. Absolutely right. It, 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 it's really a, an investment for the whole family. Um, and, you know, the, again, the, the, the program is set up in such a way to make it as a tax advantage as possible. The growth of the money in the fund is never taxed as long as it's used for a qualified expense. So it's really the federal government and the state government saying, please do this. Um, this is a, a very good way for you to save for your, your family's future. Right. And what I meant is, you know, how many families do I know that are just so worried about what's going to happen to their child when they aren't here? And what just just peace of mind. And then that example you gave about the person with the will that could not put their child in their will, that's just horrifying. It it makes you want to cry. And that's what I found, you know, I've got two young children of my own. So, you know, I'm always thinking about how we can go on a nice vacation and how we can, you know, do something next year and save a little bit of money for their college. But when you've got a child with a disability, I think it's a whole different way of looking at it. You really have to be concerned about the rest of their entire life beyond the point when you're going to be around anymore. So it must be an extra burden for families with uh, children with disabilities now, I can only imagine. Oh, and it is. It is. That's why this is so great. Uh, a question that a listener has asked here is, mm-hmm. how do you attend this? Like, do you register, or what do you do? You can, you can just come on down. Uh, it, it's completely free, and, and you know, parking and everything is free. In fact, there's an easy drop-off uh, for people who need uh, assistance to get in. Um, but, um, you know, you don't need to make reservation. It's an open fair, uh, and we would just love people to just show up. Wow, that is awesome. So no registration is required. 
no registration. The more the merrier. More the merrier. And I just want to emphasize again to please tell everyone you know, uh, everyone, because it's so important to get this news out to families. Um, one other question I have, will there be any type of refreshments at this or not? Uh, I believe we are going to have, you know, minimal refreshments. We do have to be a little careful in managing taxpayers' money. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we're working with um, folks to make sure this is a comfortable uh, facility as possible. And, and, Joyce, let me do say that there is a website if people want to register just so that they feel a peace of mind. They can certainly do that. It's www.paable, which is one word, .gov slash Pittsburgh, uh, and you should be able to find a registration form so we can begin to get a ha- head count. But if you don't register, don't worry about it. Just come on down. Come on down and bring others with you. This exactly is going right. to be a great, great event, great event and educational for you if you have more questions about the ABLE Act. And as you mentioned, uh, the treasurer is going to be there, and there's going to be some type of forum. Is that when he'll be answering questions? He will be. Yes, he will be there. Um, from he will be there earlier in the day as well. But from six to seven thirty, we're going to have a forum. Um, I think the most best way for people to really who, who still have questions to learn is to listen to a question and answer session with the treasurer and either folks who have already opened accounts and have a firsthand experience or people like you who are advocates in the community um, and can talk about specific features of the program. Uh, and so we'll be there to do both. We'll be there to answer questions individually, and we'll be there to prevent a fo- present a forum with the treasurer and people can get a chance to meet Joe. But uh, he will be there to, to sort of gather from other folks, too, you know, what their experiences are. And what we can do better, as Senator Casey, you know this, Joyce, as Senator Casey said, the first draft of, of ABLE that was put into law, um, you know, it's the beginning of a great program that's going to last way beyond our lifetimes. Um, and we need to learn. And with any new government program, we're going to need to learn what works, what doesn't work, what can be tweaked, what can be done better. So as part of this experience, we want to really find out what people are finding out about our own particular program but also just about what needs are yet unfilled and what else should be done as we move forward to make ABLE the best experience we can for, for people with disabilities. Great. One last question. I know I'm, I already can guess the answer, but I'm assuming this is accessible. It is. Uh, that's partly why we, we chose this location. It's also just a wonderful uh, facility. I've actually been there myself, but it is completely accessible, and uh, we'll have some folks out front just to make sure that uh, everybody you know, can get inside without any any problems at all. Good. That's great. All right, well, make sure you go, and we're going to go to break before we come back to close the show uh, with our deputy state treasurer. This is Joyce Bender, voice of America at Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Back to talk about the ABLE Act. We'll be right back.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Podstars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. This has been such a great show talking today about the ABLE Act and the upcoming event on September 28th right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, again, you don't have to buy tickets. This is free. Um, there is no cost. You can go register if you want to do so, uh, just to help give everyone an idea of the count. And where would they go do that, Jack? Uh, they would go to our website, which is www.paable.gov backslash Pittsburgh, and there's an exclamation point at the end of Pittsburgh. But uh, if you can, go on. If you um, can make a decision early about attending, please go on and give us a sense of how many folks we can expect. But for everybody who's listening who wants to learn more about it and uh, can just show up that day or bring more people than you expected, please just come on down. And I'll tell you how committed I am, Jack. You know where I'm going the next day? Indonesia (laughs) through the U.S. State Department. (laughs) But I was not going to miss this, so that's why it's on uh, Friday not Thursday. So you see how much I believe in this SABLE Act. And you know what? If you're listening to the show today, find ten other people to tell about this. You know what? I mean, I'm going to tell the Epilepsy Foundation. I'm going to tell every group I know to advertise this so that people know. That's our whole goal, for people to know. Um, But anyway, I mentioned to Jack, even on break, he is the nicest man. I mean, just modest, kind. I was so impressed with him. Uh, I always can tell someone that has goodness, and, and that's how I feel about him, which means 
You must have role model that impacted you in your life, past, mm-hmm. present, whenever. And who would that be? Wow. That's a, first of all, thank you for the compliment. That's very nice of you, Joyce. Um, I've been very lucky um, in my public service career. I've gotten to work for a a lot of different people who I've really thought were great public servants and really were mentors, one of which is from Western Pennsylvania, the late Jim Mandarino, um, who was the Speaker of the Pennsylvania House and was from Manesson down in Westmoreland County. Um, And then, you know, I worked for another gentleman named Bob O'Donnell, who is also a Pennsylvania House Speaker from Philadelphia. Uh, And, uh, you know, Joe Torsella, who is my friend, but has also been a mentor in many ways, who is the current state treasurer. I'm just very happy and and, and ecstatic to to be serving as his deputy, um, has been a mentor as well. I've I've always watched and helped Joe uh, as he's navigated through a public service career that's taken him many different places now to being Pennsylvania's chief fiscal officer. Uh, and I'm very, I'd say I'm very humbly happy to be able to help him in a small way by, by being a deputy. Oh, well, that's quite a compliment to him. And he obviously has done a good job with you. So, um, you know, and, and as I said before, we need more young people, especially young people with disabilities, to consider becoming a public servant because um, there aren't enough. And once you're in office, you can make a difference. Absolutely right. It's, it's unfortunate that people too much today believe that politics is an ugly business, and there's reason to, that, to believe that. I'm not unaware of why they would say that. But there is a difference in my mind between politics and public service. And sometimes you have to do politics to do the public service. But my goodness, you can do things in public service that you just, you can never find that experience in the private sector. When you're actually able to help somebody improve their life, um, which is what we're supposed to do every day in public service, but sometimes you actually get feedback from people and you know what you've done has impacted them so much. That's the benefit of, of public service. And it, Joyce, it almost makes the politics worth doing. So I would, I would echo what you said, and I would say to the, dis- people, the community of, of folks out there, of Pennsylvanians with disabilities, please consider getting involved in public service. Please consider getting involved in politics, because the whole point of the legislature, for example, is to have all of the voices of Pennsylvania represented so that good public policies are derived from people who actually can say, no, I know something about that because I'm a member of that community. Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I do too. Well, hey, what message do you have for our listeners today? My, My message to them would be the similar message that you have, which is, People with disabilities in this country have been um, given an opportunity now through the ABLE program to be full financial citizens, uh, to work for a living and to be able to save money in their own name. Uh, And we want them to take advantage of that by signing up and, and becoming an ABLE account holder. And what I would ask everybody, there's over 800,000 Pennsylvanians, we estimate, could be eligible for the program. 
If you think you're eligible or you think a family member or a friend is, look at our website, paable.org. Check it out. We've made it hopefully very user-friendly to understand the program and to understand the value of being able to save money uh, and the time value of that. And if you do take that step, please just start savings. A little bit of money, $15 is enough to begin opening an account. And once you open an account and you begin to save, the power of your money over time will allow you to have the independence you want or your loved one wants to have through the course of their lifetime. So please just check it out, the website, and and begin to enable people to start saving today. Right. Okay. One more time. When is the event? September 28th. Uh, from 4.30 in the afternoon to 8 p.m. at night at the um, lovely uh, facility in the south side of Pittsburgh, which is uh, the Circuit Center uh, and Ballroom. And, um, again, there's more information about that at our website, www.paable.gov backslash Pittsburgh with an exclamation point. All right. We'll make sure you go. Uh, well, we're coming to the end of the show, and Jack, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for all you do for the, the, the community, Joyce. It's really a pleasure to be with you and, uh, and to become uh, some, one of your friends. Well, thank you. The feeling is mutual. And we end every show with a quote, and today this quote is from all the victims of Hurricane Harvey, and it is, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You're able to say to yourself, I lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you think you cannot do, said Eleanor Roosevelt. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.